goblins and ghouls, and welcome to another episode of my Haunted Life podcast with me, your host, Angela Hartshorn. How is everyone doing today? I hope you all had a lovely St. Patrick's Day or a happy Snakes Day, depending on how you celebrate. It's always been one of my personal favorite holidays. And around here, other than the two-foot snowdrifts, it's really starting to feel like spring. I kind of want to dig the snow off my garden to see if anything came back up, but I'll wait a little bit longer, although the anticipation is starting to kill me since Facebook is giving me all the memories of gardens past. <sighs> you guys. Anyways, speaking of gardens, on today's podcast... Two of my very favorite people, Andrew Kronk and Christopher Denzler, are on the podcast this week and next week because we had a lot to talk about. Andrew is a butterfly conservationalist and taxidermist with his company Kronk Art and Oddities, and Christopher has recently started feeling and seeing spirits. Also, Andrew is the manager of a garden center, hence that transition. I swear it works. Uh, We have a lot to talk about, hence the next two episodes, including their gay ghost Max, house hunting adventures, and all of their fun travel experiences and adventures in New Orleans and Salem. If you are an American Horror Story fan, this is the episodes for you. So, let's get into it, shall we? Grab yourself a cup of tea, make sure the doors are locked and the sage is close by. I have a story to tell you. Today, I am here with two of my favorite pain in the asses. I have Andrew and Chris. Andrew, introduce yourself, please. Is that please. a gay joke? Pain in the ass. God anyway. damn it! <laughs> my name is... <laughs> How about I introduce myself yes, first Chris, since we can't talk? Please, so I'm Chris. I am known as Frenchie Daddy because I have my Frenchies and I love them. And a little fun fact about me is I can feel the spirits around me and everything and kind of hear them. And you've had some insane stories, so I'm really, really excited. Yeah, it's just in the last like six months, it's pretty manifested. It's, it's very cool. I'm pretty excited about it, actually. That's so exciting. I'm yeah. so excited. I'm yeah, so excited. It's, it's just going to get worse. I'm learning oh, it. Oh, totally is. It's, it's just growing oh. every single day. It's it's yeah. actually kind of, it's it's so cool. I love it. it. I really do. It's something, I swear, since the pandemic, it's been like. Oh my gosh. A, it's just. A hellhole. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you feel everything. Like, yeah. Just so much. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> and my name is Andrew. Uh, I am the owner of Cronkart Curiosities. I sit in my basement all day and play with dead corpses 
uh, of bugs. Of bugs, um, mostly and bugs. And then he talks to yeah, they, the they, they talk to me and I get to <laughs> tell them how they feel about him. It's doing mostly, that. ouch, get that pin out of me. Yeah. No, that's just a joke. Sorry, that was. <laughs> <laughs> this is how the podcast is today. Should <laughs> be a lot of laughing. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> that's why I'm like we can't even look serial faces, and we can't because we're just laughing every time we look at each other. Yeah. So I'll take that corner of the room. Yeah, you you stare over there. I'm gonna stare there. You're you're looking that way. I can still look in the mirror. Yeah, awesome. You can look in the mirror. Nice. I mean, it's a good laughing. view, so that's a plus. Ah. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I cheated today because um, Andrew is the featured artist in my subscription box this week, month, month, month and a half, holiday, whatever. This time frame. Yes, this time frame um, for Austera coming up this weekend. Um, and so I cheated and remembered that you have all these new fun ghost stories because you were telling me them at a vending show we were at. And I want to hear about your gay ghost. We have a gay ghost. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> we got this grand idea to break out the Ouija board one night. And yeah. did not know what we were going to be going to expect out of that. Like, did not know what to no, expect. We, we took all the precautions, all that jazz, um, just to make sure everything was good. And uh, got a hold of somebody who was just majorly sarcastic. And for some reason, like, I guess because of my spirit, it decided to push its emotions through me. No, oh, it was fantastic, though. Because it was just funny. I, like... It was a laugh fest. Because he was the one asking all the questions, right? Because with the Ouija board, you're, it's best to have, like, a singular person asking all the questions and the others just around. And, yeah, so he's asking all the questions, and the spirit there, his name is Max... Okay. Every time. Spelled out. Yeah. Yeah, he spelled it out for us, so we knew it was Max. And every single time Andrew would ask a question, I would just start getting the giggles. Like, he would just start giggling because he was, he, he, it was as soon as Andrew found out that Max was gay. Okay, I'm like, how did you find out Max was gay? I don't remember the the questions that all led up to it, but it was just oh, it was a series no, of questions. Oh, no, I know what it was. It was about the bedroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, you just got red. A little bit. It's been sunny out today. No, don't even. No, it hasn't. So go back to that. <laughs> Tell me about this. Andrew asked if once we found out Max's name... It was supposed to be a rhetorical question, like joking, like we were all kind of just having a little fun. Yeah. A little bit of alcohol. Trying to be lighthearted about it. Yeah. Just trying to keep it light and airy because we didn't want any maleficent, like malevolent. There are plenty of words. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. (laughs) Malevolent spirits or anything like that. And then Andrew, what did you, I'm trying to remember how you asked Something about like, like I was trying to be joking. It was something like, do you watch this in the bedroom? And it was like a sharp yes. It, it was a it was a fast like everybody's <laughs> hands went whoop and then I just start like uncontrollable laughter that I it was not my laughter oh. like it, it didn't even sound like my laughter was the thing that was the crazy part about it it's funny oh. but it was hysterical and that just led to a series of questions are you gay yep, yep. that's hilarious because he was he was a soldier he was a marine just like me so I'm I was in the marine corps. Oh. Yeah, that, so we had that. That's in why common. I like you. Yeah, so like, gay marine. Right? You were a marine, so no, 
Oh, my like, grandfather was. Okay, I'm okay. like, wait, what? Yeah, no, no, no. Do I look like a Marine? Don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> just, just shut up. But I picture you in a uniform now. <laughs> I would be cute in a uniform, thank you. I think that's what kind of, like, tied the spirit, his and mine, a little bit better, was having those similarities and, like, characteristics of I mean, like-minded individuals and everything. But, yeah, ever since we, like, communicated, communicated with him first in that Ouija board, like... He has just been hyper present. Mm. Like, but it, we found out he was closeted though. Yeah, like he, his, he never got to come out because um, he was. So in, in I think us. we found out he was in like World War Two. Oh, yeah. Wow. Like older, older. It was like World War Two era, I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely um, not then. When he was young, like he died at like eighteen. Oh. Yeah. God damn! You guys have gotten. Some information, and all of this is from... This was a, a few sessions. We had a Ouija couple of sessions, okay. yeah. 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 Um, yeah, that was... Um, he likes to be very ornery. And oh my gosh. if we're feeling a little, like... Like, he likes to slam things. Okay. The other night, literally, Chris goes out in the hallway, turns on a light, um, goes downstairs, comes back upstairs, turns off the light, and the light turns back on. He didn't even touch the switch. I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, just literally, just switch back on. Like, the switch like while didn't he was even move. standing there. The switch did not move, but the light came back on. Ah. So I, I then had to what? flip the switch the alternate direction to turn it off. So did it work? All yeah. I went down, turned it off, light came back on, and then... Switched it up. To I had like, to switch it up to so turn it back There's off. two switches, though, so... I never, oh. checked, I never checked the downstairs switch. Yeah, but I wasn't but still, downstairs. That's also 15 uh. feet away. Okay, that makes them, like... How the fuck does that work with yeah. your electrical? Okay, now that makes yeah, more sense. But, okay. Yeah, no. We have no electrical fire. It's fine. And then, <laughs> and then he goes, did Max do that? And then, sure enough, here comes Max, like, with the giggles. And, like, I just start, like, slightly chuckling. And I was like, yep, that was Max. Yeah. Oh. Like, he's always around, but he's super protective of he and I. Mm-hmm. Like, well, so we have, we have a, a friend who decided to play with Ouija board by themselves. Which and is a huge not tell anybody. Role. And no. the other, so the, the people that live with them came over. Wait, did know. they do it in your house? No, no, no. no. Oh, it was in their, it was house. In their house. Okay, I'm like, there's so many problems yeah. here. Yeah. Okay. Um, and two of the people that they live with came over and hung out with us, and they're like, yeah, they've been acting just very like off, like yeah, not good off. And that person that we had invited over for dinner. And they were one, two hours late. Which is not like One hour late would have been like that. Yeah, one hour (laughs) Two hours late. Mm. Um, Okay. And they showed up and the energy in the room just dropped. Like it was bad. Floor dropped out from under you. Everyone's just kind of like. So bad that after they left, we put a sigil underneath the the front door. Yeah. Wow. We got brick powder from um, New Orleans. Nice. Yeah. So that's on top of the, the door. Uh, yeah, but very, very, yeah. very bad. And he energy. said the whole time. Well, and he was sitting there, and he's like, "I saw something walk by oh, the room." Forgot about that. Like, like you know how like um, uh, like in Harry Potter, <laughs> this is my best. Actually, it's the perfect analogy. When he puts on the, the, the invisibility cloak, cloak, and you just see that little ripple across. Oh him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ripple. yeah. He saw like the, that in the it's shape like of gas. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the gas fume. Like, gas fume. That's that's yeah. a better way. Yeah. Yes. Gas fume. No, because I know exactly it. what you're talking about. So we're all sitting at lunch. So it's me, dinner. Andrew. D- sorry, yeah, dinner. Me, Andrew, and the other two. Then the other two around the corner, like around the. And so like I'm kind of 
kind of angled towards my left just a little bit so <laughs> I can see Andrew and the other two. You had just got we had just got off the phone with the person that was on the way. Yeah. And the uh, next thing I know like is this like it it was almost like kind of like a like kind of like a um, shadow quartz kind of color, you know, okay. I'm talking about like that dark dark quartz kind of like color. a milky brown. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Kinda, but like yeah. the gassy milky brown kind of thing. And I kid you not, I see it just kind of pace to the left, like one way, and then pace back, and then it's gone. Yeah, and it, it wasn't a good vibe. It was, and then Max up just the like was gone. And Max was just like kind of like grabbing onto me, like super hyper protective, like not like not in no. moment. Yeah. Oh man. Because Max is like very protective, That's very protective. So nice though. So, um, yeah, that was it was terrifying though, because like I. I I saw because like, he just the, went silent during that phone call, and I'm kind of like, hey. yeah, like because okay. I'm not a silent person. I'm very talkative, <laughs> no. very chatty, <laughs> just very outspoken, and I was just silent. He was like time. listening. And then when that person came over, it was it was game over. Mm-hmm. Huh? Like everyone in the room is just kind of like, yeah. So what did Max do? Like just kind of. Hover around you guys. Keep an eye on it. Um, think of it like honestly, it's a shield. Okay. Like he that makes literally sense. was like almost like a hug from behind, just like holding on. Like of course, uh-huh. he goes behind whatever. Yeah. Another <laughs> gay reference, I guess. But you know, there's that. I mean, we can do that all night. I'm okay with that. <laughs> it, it's gonna happen. <laughs> but, but yeah, so like no, he was literally just like as big of a reach as he could around us to keep that protection. Um. He, he was not happy. Like, was he affected or did anything afterwards that you recognize? So we, or was he just like happy it was gone after We polisantoed and did the sigil and all that. Uh-huh. Um, he acts like a five-year-old when we polisanto. He does. He just, yeah, he, stop it. Because he thinks that we're trying to like push him out. And we have to kind of explain to him. And like literally the whole time I'm doing this, I'm like, Max, this is not like you're welcome. You're good. Yeah. yeah. Like Max, you don't have to worry. It's like he just doesn't like the smell of it. Love yeah. The smell. Yeah, but, like, literally, like, I feel him, like, just, like, almost angry. Not angry, but, you know, he's, like, he does not like the palace. Yeah, I'm, like, that usually helps, you know, Calm, eliminate spirits yeah, but, and stuff. I'm, like, we need to get you some good white sage. That That's, like, everywhere in Colorado, yeah. for God's sakes. I can't wait for sure. I have, I have some, some, uh. I know people who have private land who let me pull some. That's what I do. Because so, I, I, I won't do it off of public land. Yeah. I don't feel good about that. I'm not going to say where mine is. But and neither will I. I'm like, <laughs> I was just going to tell you where it is because it's really corny. Listening. Yeah. <laughs> it, tell it's, us it's a, I'll tell you afterwards because <laughs> you'll get a kick out of it. But um, yeah, I just go out and collect and not take everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you make sure there's regrowth on the plant. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I, was, I was always taught, maybe you can correct me on this, I was always taught originally and i've changed this you have to leave at least 10 percent of the plant i usually do like 50 percent because i feel bad mm-hmm. and it has to be like a more mature growth with me because mm-hmm. i feel that's bad. just no i'm right there with you like you don't want to like if it's a baby one you're not gonna no because you're gonna like destroy it if you, you know. yeah yeah well so when so i manage a garden center as you know and uh Typically with plants, you don't want to trim more than a third off the plant to get good new regrowth. Okay. Um, but, I mean, these plants are having a, a good reaction. They're fighting, actually, with monarchs. Um, about halfway through the season, when the monarchs are starting to show up in Colorado's about July time frame, 
um, after your milkweed has bloomed, trim some of your stalks down and let that new regrowth come up because it's a very fast regrowth. You can trim that plant down to almost a foot tall because uh-huh. the native stuff is about almost three foot tall. Yeah, it's up And there. it'll shoot off three to four new stems. Oh. And they actually prefer to lay their eggs on that. Interesting. Oh. So that, that trimming actually triggers better growth. Bug facts. Bug facts. <laughs> Number one out of 20. Yeah, I'm like, there's going to be more. I need to come up with 19 more. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, now you just like fucked yourself, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously. Stay tuned for part two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... Uh, but yeah, so, um, and we had some white sage, but it came with, that? that came with one of the kits from Salem. I think so. Yeah. It was either Salem No, it was Denver. Or... It was at one of the Denver shops. Okay. I don't know. We've been to lots of <laughs> lots haunted of places. Yes. <laughs> oh my freaking God. So, Didn't you say Max tried to come to uh, New Orleans with us? I know he did. He did? He doesn't leave me. Like, he's here with me right now. Like, he's always around. Like, he, he is like my protector. He does not let Just attached me. to the hip, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Let me look at my nails. <laughs> but yeah, no, he, he did go with us. Yeah. So we've been, in the last six months, we've gone to Salem for Halloween. Since it was On the a full, full moon. Since it was a full moon. Brag. All yeah. because we were sitting there watching Hocus Pocus and he was like, let's go. I, I and get, the next day he got us together. I get these wild brag. I literally <laughs> get these wild hairs up my ass and I'm like, all right, I'm doing it. And that's what I did with Salem. And then same thing kind of with New Orleans. He had never been and I love New Orleans. Oh my god. You gosh. had never been? No. Damn. Like, I love Dude. New Orleans. Ugh. Oh my god. I would get... Mm, I would die out there. I would. Every day? Yeah. The fried green tomatoes? Oh, that's the first time I've ever had fried green tomatoes, too. Oh, I've had them, and I was like... "Uh, Nothing compares to New Orleans fried green tomatoes. Period. My friend Tanya ordered it when we were out there the last time. It was just her and me and breakfast, and we went... It was uh, Cafe Fleur de Lis, which is like her favorite breakfast place. Mm -hmm. And I always have to get shrimp and grits, because it's my favorite fucking thing. I hate grits. Oh my god, I'm so sad for you. And <laughs> it's the texture for me, but yeah. Out there, though, I can eat it. Like, out, like there's a chef here that I know personally, and mm-hmm. he, when he makes shit, I can eat it. Any other time, I can't eat it. My problem is I'm allergic to shellfish, but I can eat shrimp. And I can be really careful with oysters <laughs> if I have a side of Benadryl. <laughs> <laughs> this is how I travel. Uh, one oyster. No, we need to go to one Springs or Lanes together. Can we do that? We do. I could do that. Let's do that. Sometime. We should do that. Yeah. That would be fun. Okay. See how it compares. No, yeah, the, the food there was amazing. Um, oh my gosh, there's so much activity. Like, oh, spiritual yeah. activity. No, it's, it's like. I was shocked. <laughs> Literally shocked. I was not prepared the first time we went no. down there. It's like as soon as we like landed and came out of the airport, it's I was like. slapping in the face, isn't it? Fuck. You're really, and it's not the humidity. No, it's not. <laughs> well, you can tell the difference between the two. You, you really can't. The most amazing part was we got there just after a cold snap. Um, so when we got there, it was freezing. Like, we had to wear, like, heavy clothes. Yeah. Um, that night. The second, third first day there. Night. First night, we did the, the tour. Ghost tour. That's right, because he had planned it. We landed. We went eight. We stayed at the hotel for a few hours, and then we went out for a ghost tour. First off, I can't remember the name of the tour, but the guy who ran it, yeah, he was like over the top actor. Nice. Like tried to move to LA, become an actor, came back, and did. I can get you all the information that you, if you want to tag it in. Yeah, totally. Like I wouldn't go with a tour with anybody else just because the way he presented that it, was fantastic, was amazing. Okay. 
Um, and like we hit all the hot spots, um, the vampire house. Um, we, we actually ended at uh, La Lorie Mansion. Um, and he didn't say, but we, Chris had remember, uh, remembered reading that you shouldn't walk on the sidewalk under the gallery. There. No, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> Things attach to you and follow you home. So the fun like part you. about that, um, <laughs> we uh, the next day we did a coven day. So huge fans of American Horror Story. Huge fans. And uh, actually it wasn't the next day, it was two days out. Because the, the next day, the second day, he had actually gotten us evening reservations at Cure Bar, which is where they filmed um, the acid, or like the Halloween episode. We have a where... picture that we can share with you if you want. Yeah, yeah send me pictures. Send me pictures. That's the episode where Cordelia and Fiona go to the bar and like you know drink each other at the table asking uh, questions. I think I remember that. We sat in that exact spot. Yeah. Oh so, my god, I do too. The energy, though. It. Like, oh, energy so at that much bar. fun. Yeah. So that's what I have to High-end fucking bar, though. <laughs> it was awesome, though. Like, high-end. Like, oh. And it's a lot smaller than it looked. They had to literally, most likely had to film from outside into the bar. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because how small the place that was. damn bathroom was not the bar. And it wasn't the same bathroom, but it's fine. Um, go there. So the next day, I had <laughs> mapped out everywhere. Like, this is where oh, we have to go. These are all the walking distances. Wait. Huh? We mapped everything. I got you. Well, you plugged them into the map. I mapped them. Anyway, you said anyway, you wanted to anyway. go to these places. So, um, <laughs> so we, we had everything kind of set. Um, did all the walking distance stuff first. Um, we found out... Well, so it wasn't a filming location, but we found out the where um, Marie Laveau is buried. Yep. Um, that was closed the whole time we were there. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Yeah. Because yeah. so it was it's, just it, after... Um, every Marga. time I've been to New Orleans, they closed down those major... Cemeteries. Cemeteries. Especially for, it's for holidays and Mardi Gras. Yeah. Because there's usually so many people. It was dead while we were there, first uh, off. Like, we could walk down Bourbon Street and not be within 10 feet of somebody at all times. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. It was great. Um, that sounds weird and almost creepy in and of itself. It was, it was, it was kind of nice, though, because we had, we had good distance. Um, you know, COVID, all that. Day. Yeah, social distancing is um, important. But yeah, so we're walking around, and I'm like, okay, so we get to a first stop, and they filmed everything inside there. This is like this was the interior of La Lorie Mansion of the show. Okay, we go to oh this god, one. We go to that one. We go to this so one. Much. Oh my god! And so we get to the spot where they filmed the outside of La Lorie Mansion. I'm pulling up the clips from the show and going, "Look at this!" And you know, comparing everything. And we go across the street and we look at it, and it's like <laughs> that beautiful wrought iron gate mm-hmm. where Kathy Bates was standing behind it. Uh, what's Marie Laveau's actress name? Angela Bassett. Angela Bassett. Oh. Really? I beat you I, two just at popped this? Out of my head. I'm terrible with names. <laughs> no, no, no. She yeah. hands no, that little vial through, and I'm like, this is it. This is the spot. I've got a cute picture, and we're just, okay. We walk down the street. And we cross the street, and I go, and I'm like, we've been here. And I look at this, and I look at this, and I turn around. The building facade that they used for La Lurie Mansion is two spaces down from La Lurie Mansion. And we walked right under the gallery. <laughs> And I turned around as we crossed the street and went, Chris goes, are you all right? And I went, fuck. <laughs> That's all I said to him. Um, and he turns around and he goes, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys have anything happen? Nope. No. Oh. No. Again. But no. during the ghost tour, I very swear I saw somebody up there on the, on the second floor because the top floor didn't exist when she lived there. Mm-hmm. I thought it was three stories when she lived there. No. Nope. It was two it stories was two. in a small attic. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. They they expanded about the third story. That makes sense. Okay. Technically, three stories if you count an attic. I it just was want to point a torture out chamber. Come on. It's still an attic. <laughs> I mean, it's not gonna... yeah, no. and, and then Dang you know it. about the, the the slave lighting herself on fire. Yeah. Yeah. 
on the stove. Yeah. yeah. And then because she was chained to it. Yeah. And she said, "No, let I lit this so I would die." Yeah. And I'm like, oh. And then it was fun to find out Nicolas Cage owned it for a few weeks. Oh my God, have you? And then you watch the show, and they're like, "Isn't this the guy from Face Off?" I'm like, oh my god, that joke makes sense now. <laughs> what? Because Nicolas Cage was, it was a movie or a TV show or something called Face Off. That he was yeah. In. Yeah. And in the American Horror Story, she says, oh, didn't the guy from Face Off own this place? I don't think I remember that line. It's like a little one-liner in the show. Uh, it made sense to me as we were there. Now you're going to have to rewatch the whole season. Now you got to rewatch yeah. it, man. For the 50th time. You know. <laughs> I'm getting close. Not going to lie. But, yeah. Oh, um, so yeah, a, we wandered around all the walkable places, oh, and took a, a taxi, a uh, taxi, an Uber, all the way down to um, Coven House. And first off, that lawn is tiny. It's so tiny. It's so right? small. And it looks yes. huge on the show. Because my friend Tanya was like, "We're gonna go by this house," and we're gonna. I'm like, mm-hmm. "Okay, whatever." But um, it's so beautiful. It's gorgeous. So, um, apparently, every once in a while, it is on Airbnb to rent out. I'd be down for that. That'd be so. And. If the inside looks the same, because I'm pretty sure that it was it's set film. Severely yeah. doubt it. Yeah, highly doubt um, it. Although we were standing there, and I look up in the second balcony, uh-huh. second floor. Um, if the owners of that house are listening, there is a beehive living in the post, because we saw hundreds of bees coming in and out. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, that's cool. That sucks, but that's cool. Oh, shit. That's, and I just found it really ironic that right across the street is a church. Yeah, like big old Catholic church. Yeah. No, but they never the showed that ever. at all ever. during the show. Oh, I get what you're saying. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and then okay, I get it now. I get it now. And then the last uh, little bit, we were walking and on on all the sites, it made it didn't make a lot of sense where they filmed some of the stuff. Um, they said it was this cemetery. No, it was this cemetery. No, it was this cemetery. We walked oh. by one and just the outside wall of the cemetery. First off, was beautiful ferns growing off of it. Um, Brick being exposed under plaster, like it was like a, it was a set. Um, found out it was not the cemetery they filmed in, because you know the the episode where Misty and yeah, what should we call it? Go and follow that grave scene. Is this is this the one in the Garden District? No, this is the this one is closer a few blocks to blocks away from Coven House. Yeah, it's like right up the road from the Coven House. It was beautiful. What, though. what oh, street that's... is this on? <laughs> I think I know this. This one. was Lafayette Cemetery number two. Yeah. Now so I it's, have to ask. It's, my friend lives like not too far from one. Oh, it was beautiful. But now I don't. It was very run down, but it was so nice. I I, I like the run down. So it's though. off of um, Washington Avenue and Saratoga Street. I barely know how to get around here. So Garden District is here. Yeah. It's right up the road from Garden District. Oh, that's where I was. We got lost and ended up apparently in the 11th Ward. And then one time, um, the cure cure was like over in the this area as well, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was it was this scene where uh, Madison kills Misty and puts her in the casket. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, we we literally walked through that graveyard. And I'm like, I know it's this one. And just kept looking at clips and looking at <laughs> caskets. We did. We were like walking around and just like oh my god, I ourselves can... to try to figure out like uh, uh, I uh, can uh, picture uh, it perfectly. And we're both dressed in three piece suits, all black, black velvet. Like it's it was. We look good. No, you do. <laughs> you, you guys look good. Um, it was really good to know though that um, Ryan Murphy, the the plot where they actually put the casket in and stuff is empty. They built a fake mausoleum there. Mm-hmm. Oh, There's that's interesting. 
which because I, it makes better sense now because I be kind of rude. Could you imagine just like use yeah. somebody use somebody else's? Oh my god! But it's funny because we're sitting there and I'm like, oh, we found it. Cool. Took some photos and. And there's this girl and her mom wandering around. And I'm like, are you guys looking for the American Horror Story filming? She goes, no, we're looking for True Blood. No, they're, they're originals. Fans. The originals or something like that. Yeah, they, they like it's the, the same, cemetery. same cemetery. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, okay. Never seen it. <laughs> I've seen a few episodes, but... I turned it on by accident because I didn't know what it was. It's yeah. very... Because like... the, the vampire house where the, that one guy lived and then disappeared from... What was his name? I don't know. Which vampire? Like the most notorious one where he was like the party guy. And he oh, would always have his glass of wine. Yeah. There's a whole storyline behind yeah. it. Yeah. So there's a storyline. I'm like, I don't know this story. Uh, it's I'm a vampire to, story about New Orleans that I don't know. And I'm, I'm like going to have to look up out. the guy's name. So it's a, supposedly there's this French guy eons ago. Oh, um, New Orleans, yeah. No, before New Orleans. And he would he, yeah. he knew 15 different languages and could play all these instruments and it was just all this stuff that seems like it would take lifetimes to learn. Yeah. And he disappeared altogether. Then this guy shows up in New Orleans, plays 15 different instruments, knows all these languages, all the same things. Okay. And, and same age. They always said he was in his mid-40s. And I'm butchering this story terribly. Um, <laughs> but supposedly he would have these huge lavish parties. Um, all this food, all these drinks out for people, and he would always say, oh, no, I ate before you got here. Mm-hmm. And uh, But he would always have uh, red wine with him. And people would always ask him if he, if he could have some, and he would always say, oh, no, no. Count St. Is... German. Count St. German. Germain. Germain. Oh! Jacques St. Germain. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. And he, he would always just say, no, there's, there's only three bottles left in the world. They don't make this anymore. That I need to keep this for myself. And a girl... He had invited a girl upstairs one night, and she said he bit her, yeah. and she escaped off of the jumping from yeah, like his she balcony like to the next out. roof, yeah. broke her ankle falling down, and when they went to uh, ask him about it, he's like, oh, I've got, I'm busy right now, come back tomorrow. They're like, okay, because he, he knew all the cops. Been, yeah. He's always been a model citizen there, so they're like, sure, Jack, no problem. We'll come back, no problem. And when they came back, everything in the house was gone. It was empty. Except for some of those bottles, and they're like, oh, he's always drinking. The, we, we could say there was two bottles and not three bottles left behind. And they had dropped one when they were trying to open it, and it smelled like iron. And apparently and it, it like coagulated like blood. It didn't pool like wine. Uh, da da So you can buy that house? Where, so I'm that, trying to picture so where that house oh, is. Oh, it was a beautiful house, too. Oh, it was gorgeous. Because when we walked by at night, you could see into it. Um, but it's, I guess they filmed the originals in that house, too. Because isn't it, like, across from the Beauregard mansion? Mm-hmm. Okay, then, yeah. I think so. And there's a few, in the, like, the whole X-Men thing, that was really cool, too. Oh, X-Men. I heard X-Men, and I'm like, what? <laughs> You've met my husband. <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't oh. know that they actually found the X-Men's axe in... In well, the apartment, well, supposedly. Sort of, yeah. It was an axe covered in blood. Exactly. In, one, in a handyman's apartment. So that's the house. It's Mansion Ugh. of Vampire Jacques Saint Germain. It's on the corner of Royal and um, Ursuline. Ursuline. Ursuline Street. Oh, it was beautiful, though. It was a gorgeous house. Yeah. That's like, the one with all the good plants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 15 butt ceilings, I swear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Stunning home. <laughs> and there was some old guy in there reading his books. Aww. Somebody owns it. Yeah. And they're t- they made like from the outside at night. It looks immaculate. Not gonna lie, that's one of my favorite things. 
in New Orleans at night is just to kind of wander the neighborhood because mm-hmm. you can kind of see in people's houses. Mm-hmm. Slightly creepy, <laughs> but not going to lie, it's uh, some of my favorites, especially like in the French Quarter where they really keep things up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's not normal houses, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Normal people don't live there. Yeah. New Orleans was an awesome trip, though. There's a lot of like good witchy stuff. The voodoo and... priestess that we met. Oh my she gosh, was she, vo- was, she was so um, flipping cool. It was the Voodoo uh, museum. museum there. Yes. That tiny one you have to like sneak back yes. in that little hallway. She was uh, that so Voodoo sweet. Authentica? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. No. No? Voodoo Authentica? No, Voodoo no, no, Authentica no. was a few down. Yeah. No, this was the Voodoo Museum. It was museum. Voodoo something else. But I think they're connected. No. No? Different ones? I was told different. they're not. Yeah, totally they're, different. They're different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but I, I, I think, because our tour guide said to work, I remember the to work at real. Voodoo Authentica, you actually have to be a Voodoo priest or priestess. Mm-hmm. You actually that have that to be like an inducted voodoo priestess that makes sense yeah that's why he hasn't worked he's worked in every voodoo shop except for that one. Oh. and the museum i guess doesn't count as a whole shop yeah but she was just so sweet mm-hmm. um and she hand makes all her own costumes but Aww. yeah we, we met a lot <clears throat> excuse me a lot of good people while we were out there yeah just like good energy was attracted to us i think mm-hmm. like it was, it was pretty interesting like even like at Kirabar, like the waitress just immediately was very very sweet yeah like we asked to switch tables so we could be in the exact spot of where they filmed and when we told her why she's like oh, oh yeah my we can totally make that that's happen. gonna happen right now and then literally like five minutes later she's like it's Come on, let's go. yeah yeah so their hospitality is not a myth i'm sorry that that's a big thing out there yeah it was amazing it was they were everybody was so genuinely kind yeah like awesome. conversations not just oh oh like, it wasn't hospitality, it was friendship almost. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was right in line with Salem. Like, yeah. everybody from Honestly, Salem, that's Salem was... was. Oh, yeah. I loved Salem. Like, it was... Maybe it's just the witch energy out there. I think so. He, we went to, oh, uh, what was that grill? Clover Grill. Clover Grill in Salem. Right across the street from um, Lafitte in, in Exile, the gay bar. Um, oh, what? sorry, not Salem. Cl- Clover Grill in New Orleans, yeah. yeah. The... Um, so Lafitte in Exile is a bar in New Orleans, and it's the gay bar. It's, it's like the gay the bar. The gay bar. Well, for older gays, apparently. Like, it's one of the original gay bars. And Because well, I've been to Oz by accident. And that's for the younger yeah. gays, apparently. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but Clover Grill is right across the street. Oh, my God, I love that place. Um, he had been there a year prior. Almost, same month. like, same month, year prior. And nice. Then we had the same waitress that he had last time. Oh. And I remembered her oh, because of her funny. bubbly personality, like, her sarcasm, like, had the same hairstyle that she had that I remembered and everything. And, and they call her Chicken. Yeah. Chicken. Or Diamond. Her name was Diamond, but she goes by Chicken. But that neither of those were her name because then the, <laughs> we went there twice while we were there. And the other guy's like, the I have no so idea what the hell you're talking about. They have, like, oh what, God. ten she things on their menu? It, less than. It's, like, t- less than ten things on their menu. And they and, say on their menu, we only have this much because what we do, we do good. And let me tell you, the oh. food is so flipping good. Like, okay, I'm going to have to check uh, this one out yeah. the next time. Clover I'm Girl is like, It looks like an old 50s diner. Aww, I and love it's, that. But to get to the bathroom, you have to go through the kitchen, out into the courtyard, and then across the courtyard to this <laughs> tiny little yeah, thing under a set of stairs. It's kind of janky, but God, I love totally it. worth it. Oh my God. Yeah. Shit like uh, that. We were sitting there having lunch that first uh time there and the guy at the bar across the street was taking down all the Mardi Gras stuff and he kept checking us out. Like constant. Like, oh, and then no. you know, like he was obvious about it. It was funny as hell. Oh my god. Okay, so gotta have to check that out. Yeah. That was a really good food place though. But <sighs> yeah. 
it was funny because it reminded us when we were in Salem and Halloween, we went to this boxcar diner. Like, literally, it was a mm. train boxcar that they turned into a little diner. And it's little, little Depot. That's yeah. It's called. Little Depot. So next time you go, that's where you got to go. Yeah. Food was really, really good oh there. Oh, my God. Amanda. Hungarian sausage. Yeah. Like, home family recipe, homemade. The family where it owns the kitchen, Amanda, is behind the thing. Like, your workshop here is probably three times the size of it. That's terrifying. <laughs> That's being... So for COVID, there could only be, like, five people in there at a time. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, and she said usually during Halloween, that place has a line outside of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I feel like everything during... We, we made sure to, to tip her well and... We went back Came twice. back the next day. <laughs> two, uh, two times in a row, yeah. Uh, yeah. We find favorite food places and... Yeah, because you find different places than I do, and that makes me really excited. That means I get to go. I'm such a yeah. foodie that I like the, I like the oh. whole of all places. I'm not a huge fan of like the big like. I like to do both, but I prefer the whole in the wall place. Mm-hmm. Like I like the big famous one once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole in the wall, like five times. Let's go. Yeah. I want to try everything on that menu. Yep. No, that's mm-hmm. usually how we are when we travel. Because it's like. Mm, yeah. Did you ever go to Muriel's? Yes. In... So did you go there for dinner or just coffee? Uh, both. Because, so my friend Jinxie, you know Jinxie from Burlesque? Jinxie Poppet? Poppet. Yeah. yeah! So she grew up in New Orleans. I have her painting over there. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> I hope she sorry, listens and you. <laughs> um, so she actually, she was the best. Because she goes, you need to go here, you need to go here, yep. you need to go here, you need to go here. Go to Muriel's, just get coffee, go sit on the balcony. And we got... <laughs> Boozy coffee. We, we got the boozy coffee. It was, um, it was very boozy strong. Co- in New Orleans, you gotta be careful with that, which I was not so. Su- strong. I was not was prepared. It was I'm stronger not- than like just a cocktail. Yeah, like we're from Colorado. We're, we have altitude in our favor. We should be fine. No. 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 <laughs> and it's always a fucking coffee drink because the uh-huh. frozen coffee drinks also knock me on my ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so we went up on the balcony and we just. Watch Jackson Square because all the artists were up yeah. there, and there was jazz music playing, oh. and it was just like the uh, perfect it was scene. Absolutely for perfect. That's Jordan's favorite spot is Jackson Square. He'll just sit there and watch mm-hmm. old musicians, and oh, we bought a bunch of art. Oh my god! We got an oil painting of one of the French Quarter buildings. Um, so we got there was this artist there. She does a lot of botan. Her she and her partner do botanical inspired stuff, and it was like a an anatomical heart with carnivorous plants coming off of it Ooh, oh, that sounds beautiful. like you oh it's so beautiful but then she had one um it was like a womanly figure the face was kind of blurred out with paint drips antlers but then it had moths on it oh and they're moths that i actually have pinned so i'm going to frame it with those moths <gasps> in the shadow box with it oh i love that i just need to do that yeah really but i'd say that. my favorite experience from that was the poet oh my gosh there's yeah. this guy sitting OMG. there and his his table was Probably here over. It's maybe a one foot wide by one and a half foot. Okay. And he has an old classic typewriter. Okay. And oh! Oh! Yes! Yeah, kind of hot. Like he's kind of hot. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of hot. And I'm like, okay, well, let's let's get something from him. Yeah. And he just, while having a conversation with us, is typing. I gave him a subject, and he just talks to us. And first off, that multitasking alone is amazing. <laughs> Second, he was able to spell everything correctly, and he did he did this all in one try. And <gasps> the poem that he wrote, like literally, I sat there and I'm like, this, this almost hit me kind of hard. Tears type Aww. of thing because it was about like butterfly Beautiful. conservation and about what I do. Aww. Um, 
You need to frame that up on your wall. So I'm going to, but I want to frame some of the monarchs that I raised. Oh, that's even better. Just so it's like my stuff, his stuff. But So uh, uh, I wanted to ask you, with Muriel's, did you go into the seance room? There's a seance room. Dude. There's a seance room? I just remember, like, so we went up the staircase. It's very haunted. And there was all the like the plants dripping down into yeah. that atrium courtyard area. Oh, oh so, beautiful. so beautiful. So if but you went forward, then uh, you went the wrong way. So you go up the stairs and then to the back. That's where the seance room is. Mm, yeah, we didn't go that way. And it's Mm-mm. like sexy red lights, and it's all dark, and that's apparently where they used to do seances. Huh. Fun fact: that's where I debuted my Ouija board burlesque. Really? <laughs> there. For Halloween night one night. <laughs> it wasn't a great performance, but I can still say I did it. But, so like the story with that one is, because, so if you went out that way, did you see there's like a table under the stairs? Yeah, yeah at the so very bottom that. was yeah. roped off. But did they tell you about it? No. no. So We only talked to one guy there and he was, he's, he was busy. <laughs> well, fair enough. Poor guy. I'm going to butcher the story. I already did. Your turn. I know. <laughs> but I, I, I'm like, my friend Tanya, if she ever listens to the podcast, who lives down there, does all this with me, she's going to be like, dude, you know better. But um, <laughs> basically, I think it's Muriel, but don't quote me. He like the built the building and everything, and it's like... Muriel is a guy? Yeah. I shouldn't have assumed. Yeah. But I, I'm, I'm going to butcher the story. Yeah. We're going to look it up later. <laughs> but uh, there's something. That's his table. It sits there empty for him. Oh. Yeah. That's okay. funny because going down the stairs, I'm like, that'd be fun to reserve. Apparently you can like do something special and sit at the table with him. But you can't. like. like I'm sure there's that one chair that's yeah, his that, oh, and you do not sit yep. in that chair. Yeah. I'm going to look <laughs> up the story and tell you guys later. Okay. Not on this because I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> so badly. So I'm the only one. I think one I want to talk a little bit about no. Salem. A big thank you to everyone out there listening today. I hope you liked it. If you did, please make sure to tell your friends about it. Word of mouth is the best advertising. A big thank you to my guests, Andrew and Chris, for being on today. You can't tell, we had way too much fun doing this. And you get to enjoy it next week as well. If I remember correctly with the way the podcast is separated, there's a lot more Salem next week. Uh, To check out Andrew's art, which you really should, Go to www.cronkartco.com, all one word. If you have a ghost story to share, don't forget to drop me a line at myhauntedlifepodcast at gmail.com. You never know, you might end up on the podcast at some point, especially if you have a story about a famous location. If you like what you hear and want to support the show, please subscribe to the Patreon page. You can do so for as little as $2 a month. That's not bad. I have added more video evidence. It's coming in slowly from our last ghost hunt on Patreon. And there will be more coming. So just keep an eye out. 
And that's it for this show. I'll see you all next week on my Haunted Life podcast. Bye.